0: The year was 2016. I had just gotten approval from my senior vice president to attend Leadership Week from the Executive Leadership Council or ELC. I didn't know what to expect. I would join 149 other high-performing, high-potential Black women leaders from across the Fortune 500. This is where I'd meet Trudy Bourgeois, and she was one of our trainers And now you know she is a mentor coach. You've probably read, no thanks, seven ways to say, I'll just include myself. I talk about one of the sessions that we had with Trudy and another trainer named Janet. Those ladies that I met that day, several of us are still very much in touch. We have a group text where we hype each other up and we have for the last five years It's been amazing to see everyone blossom and go on their leadership paths. Everyone is killing it. But you know what? We had something in us already. It's why our companies chose us. But the Executive Leadership Council put something else in us. And there was one phrase that made all the difference in the world. And that question was, what's black about it? You know, we covered all of the leadership tenets, things that we needed to know, understanding how to get involved in the succession planning, all of the keys. But I tell you what, until we raised that question, we didn't know the cultural nuance that was important to us on our journey. Today, I wanna introduce you to someone who's very interesting and very talented. His name is Dr. Christopher Butts, and he is the Chief Learning Officer at the Executive Leadership Council. I wanted to do this show to kind of pierce the veil on what has, for a lot of people, been kind of a mystery, this ELC. It has all of the names in corporate America who are significant and, of course, Black at the tippy-tippy tops of the Fortune 500, and even in entrepreneurship. How do you get inside? Well, I'm a fellow, twice over. I've come really close, and I know some of what people think are secrets, but they aren't secrets. It could simply be that you just don't know. Well, today, we changed that. Let's get it. I AM SO EXCITED THAT WE HAVE CHRISTOPHER BUTTS, THE CHIEF LEARNING OFFICER FROM THE EXECUTIVE LEADERSHIP COUNCIL WITH US TODAY. CHRIS, HOW ARE YOU DOING?
1: HEY, ELLE. I AM DOING GREAT. THANK YOU SO MUCH FOR HAVING ME. I'M I'm GLAD TO BE HERE.
0: THANKS SO MUCH FOR COMING. YOU KNOW WHAT? IT'S A WINTER STORM OUT THERE. WHAT IS GOING ON?
1: GIRL, IT IS. IT IS BAD. IT IS TOUGH. IT'S it's NOT GOOD. AND uh, I'M I'm LOCATED IN in WASHINGTON, D.C. AND IT'S ABOUT TO GET WORSE. Uh, the yeah. next two days here for us, we're anticipating about five or six inches of snow. So I hope everyone over in, in Texas um, is doing all right. I know uh, we have some people over there in Houston that are still without power for the past three days. So and yeah. um, awesome prayers are with everybody.
0: Yeah, we're like that, too. It may not look like it, but I am over to a family member's house and they have electricity and we had to bring lights camera everything the show must go on you know
1: let's go on you make it happen
0: yeah and Sunday when I looked at all of the temperatures you guys were still in the 30s we were in single digits in Dallas
1: well crazy? And I, guess, I guess I won't complain about that then because <laughs> we had an ice storm and it was like ice everywhere it's like oh my gosh yeah this is dc i guess we're used to this but hearing 17 or single digits uh, over there that's that's great yeah.
0: um it so was a negative 1 last night so how's that <laughs> you, win. But you, know you what? win you win you <laughs> win we're not here to talk about the weather we're talking we're here to talk about the great work that you're doing with the executive leadership council and also shed a little light on what that is. You've heard me talk about the ELC. In fact, it's in my book, No Thanks, Seven Ways to Say, I'll Just Include Myself, a part of my origin story. And Chris does a lot of work to make sure that they are filling up the pipeline with tomorrow's cream of the crop rock star leaders. Right, Chris?
1: Absolutely. We we are focused on... Um, strengthen the pipeline uh, of black professionals uh, to increase the number of black professionals in the C-suite and our corporate boards. And I, I am in a very fortunate position where our, our department, I lead the department that does the uh, learning and development portion of the ELC's work. We are, gosh, 35 years old this year and, and wow. celebrating 35 years. And we are just So fortunate to be able to work with thousands and thousands of mid-career Black professionals to assist them with their progression in their careers and um, couldn't be more proud of the work that we're doing.
0: Yeah, you know, the ELC is so close to my heart and to see it just catapulting despite the pandemic and even a winter storm is exciting to me and we're gonna get into that, but what do you say we have a Culture Soup moment?
1: Let's do it, let's go for it.
0: All right. Couldn't help but see it. It was a monumental moment, Chris, when Rosalind Brewer became CEO of Walgreens. How about it that? It meant been a lot to so many people, but especially Black women. Can you tell us why? Absolutely.
1: I mean, the only one in the Fortune 500 right now, the only Black woman as a CEO of Fortune 500 company. Um, its It's an amazing move. We're so glad to see Rosalind, who is a member of the Executive Leadership Council. Um, so fortunate and, and glad, happy for her, and uh, glad for what this this represents and signifies for um, all of our Black professionals, and our, and our Black women especially, as they continue their career, um, hopefully to the C-suite and beyond.
0: Yeah. You know, we hadn't seen one since Ursula Burns in 2016 when she retired. It's almost five years.
1: Yeah, it's been it's been, it's been a while, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, yeah, and um, I spend a lot, a lot of time talking to our sisters about what it takes to get there, despite the microaggressions and the biases and such. But you do a lot to train black executives on the same topics and more, right?
1: Yeah, so we we are positioned, and and um, we are positioned for all of our learning programs to be unique and um, really be focused on the black experience. So with all of our programs, we really like to address what's black about it. And we don't allow um, the, the credibility of our programs to be jeopardized by any means. It's still the, the the best frameworks, strategies, industry best practices. And we get to rely on so many of the ELC members to come in and speak to those as well um, from their years of experience in, in, the, in the global 1,000 Fortune 500. But the, the one thing that everyone expects and we've been really able um, to to uh, produce is centering those frameworks and those models and those strategies around the black experience where yeah. conversations of imposter syndrome or double consciousness or code switching don't come up by happenstance but they come up on purpose because they're part of the design that we put in place and if we don't have those discussions in a safe space that we don't allow our instructors to have those real talk conversations and, and allow that peer to peer learning to take place amongst those mid career professionals who are experiencing those things on a daily basis. We're just doing a disservice to our population. And, and I and my team and I just did not want to let that happen. So it is something that we are very cognizant of every single time we put any of our programs together from a webinar that we have going on on, on mindfulness to heal from microaggressions to. Our, our conference in October, our Mid-Level Manager Symposium, where we had over 5,000 people attend. I mean, everything is centered around that and focused around it. And um, we are really glad that we're a space for those professionals to be able to come for that, that development and um, have those conversations that sometimes they just don't get to have in a mixed, yeah. uh, mixed environment.
0: You know, it was life-changing for me. I'm a fellow, twice over. Came through Strategic Pathways That's where I met Trudy Bourgeois, my mentor coach love her. Everybody knows that we have a relationship. She's in the book. She drops her wisdom.
1: Judy <laughs> is amazing. She's, yes, she is amazing. She's well. one of the
0: trainers there for Leadership Week that happens um, twice a year now, right? Uh,
1: it does typically now <laughs> since it's all virtual. Uh, it only happens once a year, but it's spread okay. out over uh, six weeks because we have six different programs that are delivered. So one program a week. Uh, but before the pandemic and hopefully moving forward in 2022, uh, we will have it delivered twice a year uh, in Good. person. we will also do it virtually still in 2022. But this year is all all virtual.
0: Well, I wanted to do the show for a specific reason. One, uh, of course, the mission is so aligned with what I do. But then, two, I wanted to pierce the veil on what is the Executive Leadership Council. And you guys are doing a lot of work to do that, too. By bringing some very high-profile uh, pop culture type names to your learning experiences, and then also your marketing and PR is doing a bit more to kind of open up the kimono a little bit, wouldn't you yeah. say?
1: Yeah. So part of um, part of part of the approach was really taking the experiences of these individuals who may be social influencers or who may be in the media or who may be uh, celebrities and and taking their experiences and really crafting the conversation around development opportunities for um, our our participants, for our mid-career Black professionals in a corporate space, because there's so many learnings that can still come uh, from these different areas. And we wanted to ensure that what we're putting together is relevant, that it's interesting, that it's it's um, on, on the front edge of what's taking place and that people can find great value in it. We, we by no means want to devalue uh, our history and, and we want to ensure that we're learning from that as well. And at the same time, we want to make sure that we're pulling from those resources that we have access to, to be able to have those conversations where we can take the lessons that they've learned in these different industries, in these different areas, and apply it to our progression or to uh, how we're moving Black professionals from mid career to senior executive. Um, I mean, having Kiki Palmer, having uh, Elaine Welteroth, having Misty Copeland, Common, uh, we have uh, Janet Mock coming up uh, in awesome. April during our, our Power of Women at Work program. So, I mean, we're really, uh, uh, touching all points with them, I mean, and many, many others as we put these programs together.
0: And, you know, that does a couple of things. It not only, you know, brings the relevancy, which is so important, but it also makes it a bit more accessible. I think in the past, I've gotten so many questions from people because they've seen me say, ELC, ELC, you know, ooh, life-changing. And they're like, how do I get involved? What is this thing? Uh, is it a secret? You know?" And, <laughs> It's been a really good, well-kept secret, but not really a secret, wouldn't you say?
1: No, I've I've I heard the same thing when I came on board in 2019. It's like, wow! I people would say to me, I hadn't really heard about the ELC, but I did a Google search and I saw your website and I saw all the great things that you're doing and I, I follow you now on LinkedIn and it's amazing. It's great, and it's almost like people say the the best kept secret. And I, I think. our our comms department is doing a phenomenal job of continuing to promote just the great work that our members are doing. I mean, yes, we are are an organization, a nonprofit organization, but our members really drive everything for us. They drive the opportunities that we have to increase that pipeline, to be relevant uh, within their different industries. And um, it's really just their their push to make sure that we're promoting more of what's taking place within the organization and um, making it more accessible to others because many of our programs are open enrollment Um, anyone is able to attend Uh, they are corporate development uh, uh, programs leadership development programs designed in that manner and if that's something that's of interest to you and something that you think you would benefit from you're able to enroll it just so happens that most of the time our members do such a great job speaking about their experiences and speaking about um, the offerings of the organization that many of our uh, participants come from uh, the recommendation of members or or hearing from members themselves.
0: Yeah. So that's usually the tip that I give to folks. Um, If you know, in the book, there are at least three voices in there that are all ELC members. Um, St. Marshall from the Dallas Mavericks. And of course, Um, Cheryl Grace, who's from Nielsen, and Cheryl Atkins Green, and of course, Trudy Bourgeois. Um, But they asked me, they're like, well, how how do I even get involved in Leadership Week? The first thing I tell them is, you'd be amazed at how many members you actually know. You really just need to shake the trees on your community. And in short order, they're able to identify somebody at the company where they work or somewhere else.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure... If you're in that space, there is someone in your network that is a member um, that, that you may not be very close with, but you know them. Um and worst case scenario, find the executive leadership council on LinkedIn. I mean, our our comms department, as I mentioned, they are doing such a phenomenal job of yeah. promoting everything that's taking place within the organization and all of the moves that our ELC members are making. And if you pay attention to those, you can really see um, who's making a difference within their different industries uh, and what organizations are really behind uh, the movement. You can, you can definitely see that quite a bit from uh, what's, what's posted on
0: there. Absolutely. Now y'all Chris doesn't like to toot his own horn and that's good. You know, it's probably not a good thing to do, but he's been doing some extraordinary work lately. (laughs) And so I wanted to shine a light on it. It's very exciting that leadership week and even the, webinars that you're doing, and you mentioned 5,000 people at the mid-level uh, form that you have, management form that comes up in October that leads into the gala, but we've seen a spike in numbers despite the pandemic. Isn't that right, <laughs> attendee?
1: Yeah. yeah, I think in total, in total for 2020, we had about 9,000 um, know, mid to senior career Black professionals participate in our program, wow. whether it was one of our 17 different webinars or any of our development programs or um, our conference. Um, so we were very fortunate in that manner. But I also think one of the things that we were trying to do, and we had already positioned ourselves to start the webinar series that, that we did in 2020, but we were starting it March 24th. We, that was a date that we were already promoting in February and letting people know about it. So we had already put the calendar together and we continued Those webinars and and that webinar series for gosh months. We went all the way until June or July, and I think we did one almost every week, just trying to be uh, a source, uh, a break from what was taking place for everybody, trying to adjust uh, to working from home, to dealing or or understanding the pandemic and what that entailed. And uh, we just had different opportunities on different topics, and then we also had. Um, those within the medical industry provide some detailed um, information uh, for, for everyone on their health concerns with the pandemic as well. So, um, yeah, we saw an increase in those and, and we were fortunate to have a great response.
0: Yeah. And, you know, if you haven't been to one of their webinars, they're incredible. I had the good fortune to actually lead one and the chat was hopping <laughs> and it was great information that we were able to share I actually got to learn from the folks that showed up and 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 met a few yeah. people from different companies that and, I wouldn't have met before. It's a great and, and, networking um, opportunity.
1: Yeah, and that's the thing. Uh, the, the 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 approach is the same for our webinars, and the desire for um, the the safety of the community is is the same, even for a one hour program than it may be for a full week program. We want to make sure that everyone feels safe, that they know we're, we're focusing on the Black experience and having that conversation about what's Black about it. And yeah. this is the space for that. You can come here and, and say those things, have those conversations, ask those questions. Um, and and it's just a, a great, safe space. And typically about five or 600 people will uh, join us every month for those sessions now. So uh, it's great to have that community.
0: Nothing beats. And I had the privilege of attending live um, back in 2016, 17, something like that, the mid-level management symposium. Oh. When Leilani Brown comes out on stage to James Brown, I'm um, Black and I'm Proud, and the first thing she starts talking about is what's Black about it, I felt like I had met, I was at home, I was. <laughs> this is a, a corporate family reunion, what what was going on? It was crazy, it was crazy. Yeah, was yeah. Crazy. I
1: mean there's There's no need to shy to be shy about it or, or um, not speak about it or or you know push it to the side. like that's our focus. That's what we need to be centered on and yeah. focused on. and uh, if we can't have those conversations and share those strategies and those experiences and, and how to overcome those obstacles and break through that black ceiling here, where can we do it? So we want to make sure we set right. that environment and that culture and that climate and that that community uh, to allow those those things to take place.
0: Right. And I also want to just point out this is what allyship is, folks. Chris, he's my frat brother, but he does a lot of work behind the scenes and he doesn't talk about it. In fact, he was very wary when I said, Hey, I need you on the podcast. He was like, oh, Let me go talk to some people. I'm not sure if this is the position. Let me just make sure. He was very, you know, very much not trying to be out front. And isn't that what allyship is supposed to be? It's about to be about the walk, not the talk. I mean,
1: yeah, I, I would think so. I, I know there's a, a lot of posts and a lot of information out there about how to be an ally and um, how to be supportive. And, and um, I mean, if it's truly what you believe and what you feel and it's truly um, core and center to your values, getting the, the recognition or being in the limelight is not necessary. And, um, okay. I find uh, great value and great reward in what we do in our department and, um, being behind the scenes to help design it or being behind the scenes to help run the production, uh, being behind the scenes to make sure that, um, those who get in front of the camera like yourself are prepared and ready and, and not nervous to talk about what's black about it. Um, I'm, I'm, yeah. Happy to do that, and happy to hear um, the experiences that others have. And uh, it's great to know that I don't have to be in front of the in front of in in, in the front to to be able to do that. So uh, I'm very.
0: Right, right, and so I thank you so much for being on the show. I want you to tell the folks you have a webinar coming up. Like yes, week,
1: yes, right? we have a gosh, we have a webinar coming up. It's uh, the mindfulness to heal from microaggressions, um, and mm. that's coming up this month. Next month, we have um, a new webinar series that we're starting. And Elle, we might have to have you on sometime.
0: Um, I would love to. I would love to. (laughs) We
1: we are calling it uh, Fellows on the Move, where we get the opportunity uh, once a quarter to highlight uh, our fellows those who have been through our program hey. and give you shine and let you talk about the the great things that you've done in your career to get to where you currently are and and how you uh, navigated that path and that journey and um be able to share those learnings with the rest of our audience and, and the other
0: i love it you know what it is such a solid sisterhood that we developed just from that one session a strategic yeah. pathway my sisters and i after what's five years now, we are all in a group chat and it is more hype now than it was even when yeah. we started it. And they are making moves. I'm so proud of them, but we support each other. And there's nothing like that experience to just watch people grow in what you guys. Well, and that's, and that's the
1: thing. I, I, the, the team and I really wanted the opportunity to highlight the great things um, that everyone's doing. And, you know, we're fortunate enough to be able to highlight on, on our LinkedIn page for the Executive Leadership Council, the great things that our, mem- that our members are doing, but there are so many other Black professionals that we have in our community that are doing great things. And um, yeah. we, need, we need the opportunity to be able to give them a voice and, and give them the opportunity to highlight that and, and to celebrate them and to celebrate their wins. And um, this, is, this is that opportunity.
0: Well, I love it. Um, you know, you mentioned your comms team the ones that are doing engagement are right on it. I never will forget when I contributed for Black Enterprise, I wrote some of the copy and content that would actually foreshadow the book. And in that one article about authenticity and bringing your whole self to work as a Black woman, the paradox uh-huh. between you know the tropes that we get, and the, oh, by the way, we're not centered. How do we bring our whole selves? I had some of those same voices from ELC in that article. And guess who shared <laughs> it? The <laughs> <PLC info> LCM <laughs> shared it. And you even posted it on your website, which, I mean, that let me know, you know, this is a connection that doesn't just expire after you have been at yeah, the I mean,
1: it's, it's, it's our community. It, it's, I mean,
0: yeah.
1: when one of us wins, we all win and we need to celebrate that. So when people are doing phenomenal things and we're able to catch wind of it, we want to put it out there. And we're so glad that um the like team it. is on top of that and they may not have the opportunity to to promote every single thing but they really do a good job of promoting 90 95% of those things so um it's a it's a, it's a, they really a community do. it's it's a really yeah.
0: great job so chris tell everybody where to find the elc online because they're going to want to oh, sign up for these gosh webinars.
1: okay um, ELCinfo.com is the website. Um, The Executive Leadership Council is the the LinkedIn page. And I think ELCinfo on Twitter and on Instagram as well are also places where you can find them.
0: Fantastic. And Chris, can we follow you anywhere? <laughs> LinkedIn.
1: It, we're, we're professional, right? We're corporate. So LinkedIn is, is my main my main social yeah. source. So um, LinkedIn, you can find me on there. Uh, Christopher Butts, B-U-T-T-S. I always feel like I have to spell my last name. Um, yeah, you can find me on there and, and I'll definitely connect with you.
0: Fantastic. Chris, it was wonderful to have you on the show. Thank Thanks you. So I appreciate it. All right. What an awesome conversation with Christopher Butts. Dr. Christopher Butts, that's right. You know what? He also adjuncts at a college right there in the D.C. area. Just like I do. We have a lot in common. And I mentioned that he is a member of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity. So excited to have Chris on the show. And hopefully you learned something and you'll go visit the ELC online. If you want to get a hold of my book and find out more about my experience with the ELC, you can go to Amazon wherever you are in the world. In the United States, it's Amazon.com, Canada, Amazon.ca. You know the drill. You can find Amazon anywhere in the world. It's also available at Chapters Indigo in Canada and at Books A Million and online at BarnesandNoble.com, BN.com. You can also go to my website where I have all sorts of branded gear for no thanks. And that is ElMichelleSmith.com slash no thanks. Find us online at theculturesoup.com, on Instagram and Twitter at The Culture Soup, and on Facebook at The Culture Soup Podcast. Until next week. The
1: Culture Soup Podcast is a production of No Silos
0: Communications, LLC. The Culture Soup Podcast is a registered trademark of No Silos Communications, LLC.